In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. My dear brothers and sisters, we are into the fifth Sunday of Lent. We have been preparing with prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. We have a few more days left in our preparation to celebrate the feast of Great Easter. My dear brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, O Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God, may we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and you will rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and you have and you rise from them, O my people, I will put my spirit in you that you may live and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised and I will do it, says the Lord. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But if you, you are not in the flesh, on the contrary, you are in the Spirit, if only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. If the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also, through his Spirit dwelling in you. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to him, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, The illness is not to end in death, but it is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. He said this, and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he is asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death. Well, they thought they meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died, and I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go to die with him. 
When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would have not died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Martha secretly, saying, The teacher is here and asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house, comforting her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out, they followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone that lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. But because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So there I was, walking through a cemetery, and came across a huge headstone 
It had five words on it. I got a second chance. I got a second chance. I have often wondered what they got a second chance at. Was it maybe something with their family? Maybe overcoming an illness? Maybe something at work? Or maybe they did something so well that they got a second chance to do it again and they did it even better. We all love second chances. And so does God. In the first reading, Ezekiel is prophesizing about God giving Israel a second chance of returning to their homes after being exiled to Babylon. In the Gospel, there are three ideas about second chances. They are, Jesus never abandons us, an offer of eternal life, and a challenge for us to change. The first idea, that Jesus never abandons us, is explained through Jesus' tears. After Jesus met Mary and Martha, he is brought to the tomb of Lazarus, where we hear one of the shortest verses in the Bible. And Jesus wept. Why would Jesus cry? He knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, and the people's sorrow would turn to joy. Jesus cries because in the face of pain, sorrow, suffering, and death, the loving response is to cry. He doesn't say, hey, don't worry, I got this. Instead, like a true friend, he sits with us and cries. He could have raised Lazarus from the dead at a distance, but instead he came to Bethany, knowing full well that this would lead to his horrific death. Jesus does not abandon us when we need him the most, especially when we need a second chance. The second idea is an offer of eternal life. Jesus gets angry. You might think, wouldn't he be happy or joyful about raising Lazarus from the dead? Our gospel translation doesn't say anything about him being angry. It says he was deeply troubled. The Greek translation, however, says he quaked with rage. He snorted with anger. He was ticked off. At what? At who? Jesus is angry at death, suffering, pain, and evil. Why are these things here? They are here because of our sin. Why doesn't Jesus do something about sin? He does. The only way to get Lazarus and us out of our tombs was for Jesus to go into his tomb. Jesus saves Lazarus and us from death through his indescribable death on the cross and his glorious resurrection. Jesus has turned death from a prison that no one can escape from into a doorway that leads us home to heaven. Paul talks about this when he says to the Ephesians, if the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, you will live. Jesus gives us a second chance at eternal life. The third idea for a second chance is an invitation for us to change and is communicated by Jesus' words 
come out. This is meant to break open our hearts and to lead us to change. What I'm going to say next is not from me to you. It is from God to all of us, me included. When Jesus was in front of the tomb, he cries out, Lazarus, come out. He meant that for Lazarus, and he meant that for us. Come out of what? Our apathy, indifference, and taking for granted what Jesus has done for us in the past, is doing in the present, and in the future. He said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? Today, he asks us the same question. Now, we probably all would say yes, but he might follow up with another question. Can others tell that you believe in me by your actions and words? Can I tell that you believe in me by your faith? We want to believe like Martha did, and God is ready to give all of us a second chance to do that. We are entering the holiest days of the year, Palm Sunday, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday, and 50 days of Easter joy after that. During these upcoming holy days, I invite us to read and reflect on the scripture accounts, to pray before the crucifix, to experience the peace of receiving a fresh start by having our sins forgiven through one of the best-kept secrets of our Catholic faith, the sacrament of reconciliation, to truly worship during the services that are streamed online or broadcast on the radio, to receive spiritual communion. And when we come back to St. Raphael as a community and come to this table, may we be ready to receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Savior, Jesus Christ. This is a time of great grace and can be a life-changing experience. With all that is going on in the world today, it is good to remember and believe that Jesus will never abandon us. He is always ready to offer us eternal life and will do whatever it takes to help us change so we can have a second chance to start over or to go even deeper into our personal relationship with Jesus. Now, let us make our profession of faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, made consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Jesus wept for Lazarus, that he cares for us and he loves us. With trust and confidence in him, let us offer our petitions to the Lord. For the church, that we may pray for the world in which we live, especially as we do so without the reception of the Holy Eucharist, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. For our world and its leaders, as we work to ensure safety during this pandemic, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For the strength for all who work in the healthcare professions, as they work hard to bring healing to those in need, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For the guidance of the Holy Spirit, as we seek to help each other, especially the most vulnerable during this time, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For the members of our parish and our broader diocesan family, as we unite in service to the Lord through this year's Bishop's Appeal and Rice Bowl collection, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For every need that we hold in the silence of our hearts, for our prayers written in our parish book of intentions, for those with the coronavirus, and for all in need of healing, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For those who have died, and for the people of our parish for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. We are in the year dedicated to St. Joseph. So now let us together pray to St. Joseph. Good St. Joseph, as you let the Holy Family watch over our families, help our family and all families to know and share God's love. In our family relationships, may we find healing and seek to be holy. May our fathers 
Help us to become faithful disciples of Jesus who share our love for him. As pastor father of Jesus, watch over all who serve as spiritual fathers. In a special way, bless our Holy Father, our Bishop, and our priests. May they follow your humble example in their fatherly care for the people of God, the Church. With Mary, you raised Jesus, the High Priest. You know our need for priests. Please raise up good and holy priests for our families to serve the people of our diocese. May our children and grandchildren hear and say yes to the call of Jesus, just as you and Mary did. Good Saint Joseph, pray for us. At this time, we present our gifts of bread and wine and offerings to the Lord. I invite everyone praying with us virtually to offer ourselves to the Lord in prayer. As a reminder, the parish continues to need our financial offerings as well. You may send your contribution to the parish office, or you may go to our parish website and give online at raphael.org slash give. During our Mass now, let us offer ourselves to the Lord in prayer. Pray, brothers and sisters, 
that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And may the Lord, Lord accept the sacrifice from your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our for good and the good of all his holy church. Let us pray. Hear us, Almighty God, and having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, graciously purify them by the working of this sacrifice through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as true many wept for Lazarus his friend, and as Eternal God raised him from the tomb, just as taking pity on the human race, he leads us by sacred mysteries to new life. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May your voices, we pray, join with us in one chorus of exalted praise as we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread and giving you thanks. He said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, 
which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, and the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be powdered for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Raphael, the archangel, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, to whom you bestow on the world all that is good.
Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and found by the divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the, for the kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. In silence, let us pray for peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. I will say the word. Sanctuary 
during this time when we are unable to receive the Eucharist, the body and blood of Jesus Christ. I invite you to pause now and make an act of spiritual communion. The prayer can be found on our parish website if you wish to pray it at the, personally at the conclusion of Mass. Spiritual communion is a prayer expressing our desire for holy communion. I will now lead that prayer. Let us pray. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that we may always be counted among the members of Christ in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. I'd like to uh, just bring you up to date and share some announcements with you today. First, thank you so much for joining us in prayer on the radio, 1490 WOSH, as well as on our Facebook live stream. I'm just grateful that at least we can be praying together in this way. Please know of our prayers for you, and please call the parish office if we can help in any way. On Friday, Pope Francis had a very moving blessing for the whole world called Urbi et Orbi. I invite you, if you're able, to find that online. It's a one-hour prayer service that is very moving, in which he prays for us, in which he um, encourages us through scriptures and through a short reflection, in which he gives us time to pray with him and the Blessed Sacrament, and then he shared with us the Eucharistic blessing. So again, that was from Friday, if you're able to find that from the Vatican. Some announcements for our parish. First, regarding our high school youth ministry. Tonight, our Aftershock Youth Ministry community will be participating in a global life night. At 4 o'clock p.m. on YouTube, there will be a 30-minute live broadcast with a speaker and music with teens from around the world joining in. After that, our Aftershock core team will be hosting a group discussion on Zoom. Follow the at Aftershock underscore YM underscore St. Rafe Instagram account to stay up to date with online events and to receive the link for the live stream and the Zoom chat. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday. At the direction of health authorities and Bishop Ricken, we are not to distribute palms at this time. We will again live stream the Palm Sunday 9 a.m. Mass in addition to 1490 WOSH Radio. Church remains open for private personal prayer each day. Please, no more than 10 people at a time. Confessions remain available. The parish office is only open from 9 in the morning to 12 noon, Monday through Friday. Parish staff is working from home. Weather permitting, early this afternoon, Father Anil and I will bring the Blessed Sacrament around our parish territory. We will encircle the parish with the monstrance, the Eucharist, and pray for the Lord's blessing to be upon all who live and work in our parish territory. Other days, we will walk with the Blessed Sacrament in a monstrance through different neighborhoods in our parish. If you would like to follow us today or on another day when we come to your neighborhood, please watch the parish Facebook page. We will inform people of the neighborhood and approximate time. You may also follow the link to watch our location on Google Maps 
so that when we come by your house, you may indicate that you and your family would like a blessing. This will be a work in progress, so please be patient as we work out the details. Today, about 1 o'clock, we will be driven by Deacon John around the perimeter of the parish. In other days, in the coming weeks, we will go to other specific neighborhoods and walk with the Blessed Sacrament. Please go later this morning to the parish Facebook page, and shortly before 1 o'clock, we will provide a link in which you can follow us as we circle the parish. The prayer during that time will be a prayer that the Lord Jesus may give strength to all of us, give his blessing to all of us, be with all who are ill, and be with all our health care workers who care for them. Again, we thank you for your continued generosity to our parish. We greatly need it at this time. You may make an online donation, which may be the easiest at this time, by going to our parish website, rayfield.org slash give. And again, we hope you join us next Sunday for 9 o'clock Palm Sunday Mass. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Yeah.